0: Hi, everyone. This is Nurse Anna from NurseStudy.net, and today we're going to be discussing risk for bleeding NCLEX review and care plans. So risk for bleeding is a NANDA nursing diagnosis that can be used for the care of those with increased chances of bleeding, such as those diagnosed with reduced platelets, problems with clotting factors, or those in situations where the patient experiences a traumatic injury or an invasive procedure such as surgery. So basically, any condition that causes disturbances in the integrity of the circulatory system may result in increased risk for bleeding. So now we're going to look at some of the causes of bleeding. So decreased quantity or quality of circulating platelets in the blood, such as thrombocytopenia or trauma, interference in the genetic expression of clotting factors, such as hemophilia, increased number of platelets, such as ITP. Reduction of the bone marrow's capacity to produce platelets, such as in blood cancers. Liver impairment or other conditions where there's a decreased rate of synthesis of clotting factors. So let's now look at some risk factors of bleeding. Trauma or injury. Surgery. Invasive diagnostic procedures. Gastrointestinal disorders, such as peptic ulcer disease or pud and or inflammatory bowel disease, IBD. Medications such as non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, also known as NSAIDs, systemic anti-cancer therapy agents, also known as SACT, they may cause bone marrow suppression, of course, anticoagulants, and then we have some herbal remedies that can affect clotting factors, such as ginseng and ginkgo biloba. So our first nursing care plan, we're going to use surgery. So our nursing diagnosis would be risk for bleeding related to invasive surgical procedure. Our desired outcome would be to prevent any bleeding episodes during or after surgical procedure. Intervention. Assess the patient's vital signs and perform a focused physical assessment looking for any signs of bleeding. Rationale. Any invasive procedure, such as surgery, can put the patient at risk for bleeding. Early signs of bleeding include gum bleeding, epitaxis, a bloody nose, unexplained bruising, low blood pressure, low temperature, and dizziness may result from excessive bleeding. Intervention. Before the operation, obtain blood samples, otherwise known as labs, to check platelet counts and other coagulation levels, such as INR, PT, and PTT. Rationale. To measure the risk of bleeding by having a baseline of the platelet counts and coagulation levels of the patient. Intervention. Advise the patient to stop the use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, otherwise known as NSAIDs. Also to stop anticoagulants and certain herbal remedies prior to surgery as indicated in order by the physician or the patient's caregiver. The rationale, NSAIDs and anticoagulants can increase the risk for bleeding. Some herbal remedies can affect clotting factors such as ginseng and ginkgo biloba. Intervention. Anticipate to obtain a type and cross match of the patient's blood. The patient may need to have blood replacement after surgery. The rationale, to prepare for the need to perform blood transfusion is prescribed. If the blood loss is too much and immediate correction is warranted, whole blood transfusion is administered. This leads us to our next intervention. Perform a blood transfusion if indicated is ordered by the patient's caregiver. Rationale, blood transfusion may be required if there is too much blood loss. Intervention Post-surgery, assess and monitor the patient's surgical wound site for any signs of unexpected bleeding. Rationale, to treat any unexpected bleeding as early as possible. This next nursing care plan will be for peptic ulcer disease and bleeding. So our n- nursing diagnosis would be risk for bleeding related to open sores in the gastrointestinal lining secondary to peptic ulcer disease. Our desired outcome would be to prevent any gastrointestinal bleeding episodes. Intervention. Assess vital signs, particularly blood pressures. Rationale. Hypovolemia due to GI bleeding may lower blood pressure levels and put the patient at risk for hypotensive episodes that can lead to shock. Intervention. Collect urine and stool samples for occult blood testing. Rationale. Patient at risk for bleeding, such as those diagnosed with PUD, may not show apparent signs and symptoms of bleeding, so checking for the presence of blood in stool and urine is an important nursing intervention. Intervention. Start intravenous therapy as prescribed by the physician or patient's caregiver. Electrolytes may need to be replaced. Encourage oral fluid intake of at least 1,000 mL per day if not contraindicated. Rationale, to repenance the fluids and electrolytes loss from vomiting or other gastric losses and to promote better circulation of blood throughout the body. Intervention. Anticipate that the physician or the caregiver may put the patient in an NPO or nothing per orum, which means nothing by mouth, status is ordered. Rationale. To allow the stomach lining to heal and prepare for the patient for possible diagnostic endoscopy. This next intervention will be if the caregiver does, in fact, order an endoscopy. So intervention would be prepare the patient for endoscopy. And the rationale is the endoscopist can diagnose and treat bleeding peptic ulcers while the patient undergoes the procedure. Intervention. Perform a blood transfusion if indicated and ordered by the patient's caregiver. Rationale. To increase the hemoglobin level and treat anemia and hypovolemia related to the bleeding ulcers. Intervention. Administer the proton pump inhibitors, or also PPIs, what they're called, as prescribed by the physician or caregiver. Rationale. To facilitate the treatment of bleeding peptic ulcers or to prevent the formation of more ulcers. Intervention, advise the patient to stop or avoid use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, otherwise known as NSAIDs. Rationale, NSAIDs are some of the most common causes of peptic ulcer disease and can increase the risk for bleeding. Okay, so this concludes um, our little talk about risk for bleeding nursing care plans. We have several more risk for bleeding care plans on our website called nursestudy.net. And please be sure to visit us because we have more nursing care plans, over 600 of them. We have nursing practice tests, and we have study sheets for pathophysiology. So this is Anna at nursestudy.net, and I will talk to you later.